0: This is your host, Jamil Hassan, the Crypto Hipster, where I bring you the Crypto Corner, where I interview founders, thought leaders, entrepreneurs, artists, musicians, you name it in crypto and blockchain. Um, and today I have an amazing guest who is my fourth um, guest from this organization, um, which we're exploring um, called the Knowledge Society, um, and is an amazing organization. Uh, my guest is an accelerator with them. His name is Eason Wu. Eason, welcome to the show.
1: Hello. Excited to be here.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Great to have you. Um, so let's kick things off um, and ask you, uh, first question, what is your background and what are some of the things that you're working on on now um, that you're excited about in knowledge society?
1: Yeah. So I guess the traditional background is just uh, school, but that's not like, that interesting. Um, So I guess my background in the Knowledge Society would be, um, so I started Innovate about uh, a year ago, um, in September. And then with the Knowledge Society, I guess, um, we really just focused at least in the first year about exploring new technologies, um, and getting the mindsets and frameworks um, for like, I guess, the 21st century, and that kind of those kind of things, right. Um, So my background that uh, last year, I was mainly focusing on machine learning. Um, so I built a few projects with uh, machine learning, um like a pneumonia classifier or a uh, reinforcement learning um, bot. Um, but then during the summer, um, I decided that I want to go into blockchain and crypto. Um, since that, that was I just I, yeah, that's where my interest uh, led me. Um, and then during the summer, I got, uh, yeah, so during the summer, I got interested in blockchain and crypto. Um, I started exploring Ethereum as like a technology and trying to understand the technological, um, I guess, uh, fundamentals behind Ethereum. Um, and then after that, I, I really kicked off my learning and understanding in blockchain after I started building projects. Um, and then in terms of what I'm doing right now, um, I'm building, I'm building a project on Polygon, which is a side net. Uh, well, yeah, a side net for um, Ethereum. Um, but where our main priority is is uh, Padawan Padawan DAO, um, which is basically a DAO just to um, fund children, uh, kids, uh, well, people who don't have the resources. So usually university students or high school students um, to go to conferences. Um, I was at Elf DAO for about like a few weeks to a month. Um, that was basically it was started by uh, actually my friend in TKS um, BJ, who um, yeah, he started he started Elf DAO, and the purpose of Elf DAO is just is to just um use crypto to fund um getting children who don't have the means like usually people in like orphanages or people who are just uh in poverty um to get gifts for them um and yeah those are my main things i'm working on right now
0: great so um we were talking about um discord and we're both on discord and and i just recently joined padawan docs i knew i was interviewing you and you're very active in that project and i want to find out more like how that works, um, and then I'll get I'll get I'll go into the polygon uh, one. But let's talk about Power One DAO first. How does that work?
1: Uh yeah, so I guess maybe I should talk about um how we started. So basically, back in October, um I actually got uh and a few other T guests as well. We got funded to go to Lisbon, um for ETH Lisbon, which is a hackathon. Um, and it all started because uh, one of us found a Twitter post by Rick Burton. Um, who was, uh, someone in, in the crypto space who said like, oh, I, I can't go, to, I'm not going to East Lisbon, but I want to fund other, um, people who don't have the means, um, to go. So get yeah, high school students and college students. So after that conference, we were, it was like an amazing, like life-changing experience. Um, cause it like all kicked off our trajectories in the crypto space. Um, after that conference, we went, we came together and we are like, oh, we, sh- maybe we should do something like this too, for more conferences in the future and like really scale this up um, so then we, uh, created Padawan DAO, um, right now we're relying on donations. So, so far we've raised like 77 ETH, which right now is around like $300,000, um, from people like Vitalik, um, the founders of Graph and a few other people who generously donated, uh, money for our, for the DAO. So in terms of like how it actually works, uh, we're basically just, col- we have like an application process for people who want to. Get funded for uh, conferences. So our ne- the one we're doing right now is um, East Denver, which is happening like mid February. Um, so yeah, so far we the the process has been pretty smooth so far. Um, right now we're actually in the process of sending funds over to the Padawan so they can um, convert it to fiat and buy the plane ticket to go to Denver. Um, but yeah, that's basically how it works.
0: Awesome. I was an NFT NYC a few months ago, and uh, there were some there were some uh, young 16 uh, year olds from Canada from TKS who came down to the Chainlink meetup and, and we were talking on the roof and it was amazingly energetic conversation. So, um, you know, I can imagine how great this is. Uh, congratulations. And um, what's the what's um, what's the polygon um, project that you're working on also?
1: So since, yeah, right now, um, the main projects I'm working on are just to build my like solidity type of experience. Um, so yeah, again, like, kind of similar to like what, how you, you mentioned NFT and see. so NFTs are like pretty big right now. Um, but a big problem with NFTs are that if you look at like OpenSea or any like minted projects, they're all like a couple hundred dollars. Um, and gas itself is like pretty crazy. Um, and then on secondary markets as well, right? Um, so mm-hmm. right now, I'm basically trying to see if I can like. I'm just trying to uh, develop a project on Polygon where you can mint NFTs. Um, so I'm just like creating my own collection together with another TKSer. Um, like uh, he's doing like the generative side and the art. Um, and I'm doing the smart contract. Um, so yeah, that's just the project. It's just like an NFT collection on Polygon to avoid high gas fees and high high costs in general. Great.
0: I, I had an interview back in season two, this is in season three right now, but season two. I uh, interviewed um I forget his, I think I forget his last name. His first name is Ishwan. Uh, he's uh, head of create creativity at Polygon Studios over in India. So that was interesting to see what they were working on over there. Um, and then the Alf you mentioned, um, you know, how what was the inspiration Be I mean I can you know I can pretty obvious Christmas gifts for um for orphanages it makes sense, you know, it's really cool. Um how did was your experience like working on that
1: project? Uh, yeah, for ElfDAO, uh, I was, so basically BJ just um, came, BJ is another accelerator in uh, TKS. Um, he just came up with the idea and then he messaged like a few of us as like, are hey, you interested in doing this? Um, and he just kicked off the Discord and we just started like brainstorming how we can actually develop this. Um, and then after like a day or two, we actually like, I guess came up with like an, a full, um, I guess like proposal slash like white paper to it um bj did a lot of work for that like props to him uh i mainly just did i was like just there for the beginning to like conceptualize stuff and help like bounce ideas off and then also um during the middle just helping out uh, here and there um but basically yeah he got like advisors like a legal team like all the like the entire thing um and then yeah we basically just we worked on that for like a month and then we launched it like maybe a week before december and um, total raised like around $50,000 um, to get gifts uh, for kids. Um, right now, I think we're in the process of actually getting the money um, to like a charity. Um, so we're working we're through like, since I guess most charities don't accept uh, crypto since, you know, uh, most of them operate through fiat. or are working through uh, endowment, um, which is another org um, to get the crypto to them and for them to actually accept it.
0: And are there plans to sustain health So you do it, you do it each year, or is this a one-time shot? Uh, uh,
1: I'm not too sure about that. I think that's. I think there might. We might do it for next year as well. Um, but I think it's mainly up to BJ. Okay.
0: Well, I'm interested in helping out if BJ uh, wants to contact me. <laughs> so, um, let's let's move on to the next question. Um. You know, overall, what has been your experience with TKS? How's that gone? You know, what lessons in leadership, you know, as well as technology, have you learned that you can apply to making a massive difference in the world going forward?
1: Yeah. So my experience with uh, TKS in general has been really great. Um, I guess like the main um, the main mission behind TKS is really to just train kids um, to impact billions. Um, oh, like. And through TKS, we really learn a lot of the skills necessary, um, so we learn, like, certain mindsets um, that might help us in, like, I guess, like, it might not even just, like, in impacting people, um, but also just in our general lives. Um, there's also, I think, in the first year, right, I mentioned before, it's just uh, mainly focused on technologies. So with would TKS, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know about, like, machine learning and AI. I also wouldn't have learned about uh, blockchain and, like, crypto, right? Um, so it really just, like, uh, increases your exposure to a lot of things and really helps you, um, in that way. And also now in accelerate, um, we're mainly focusing on using the technologies we learned in the first year, um, by applying them to real world problems. Right. Um, so recently we just, the way it works is we have like weekly, weekly sessions where we learn about the mindsets. Um, well last year is also like technology, but this year it's about like world biggest problems. Um, and then recently, uh, we had a session on like, how can we solve economically incentivized problems, uh, right? Because most problems that exist in the world, they need, they will be, they need to be solved um, through an economic incentive, right? Um, and how can we actually like identify the the economic incentive behind certain problems, and how can we get that uh, solve problems through this economic incentive? Um, and then, yeah, every every like mindset, skills, and like everything is really just tailored to um, how we can make an impact and how we can, I guess really grow, um like, yeah, personally grow,
0: so mindset, um, let's talk about that for a second. There's different ways of looking at mindset you know there's, there's mindfulness, there's um Tony Robbins' view of mindset, there's landmark education view of mindset, there's uh, you name the guru out there has a different mindset. What exact style brand of mindset um do you do you learn
1: um? Yeah. So we, at TKS, we learn a lot of, um, like different mindsets. Um, yeah, we just basically every week we, uh, in the sessions, we learn a new mindset and then, um, which really, we take these mindsets and we decide if we want to use them and how we want to use them. Um, so like one example would be just like boss mentality, right? So like in everything you do, you want to like act like a boss, not like bossy, but just act with a lot of confidence, um, and everything you do and like, um, take ownership of things. Right. Um so we just learned like a ton of mindsets. Uh, another one is stoicism. This one helps a lot in like I guess general life. Stoicism so is basically just understanding what you can control and what you can't control. Um and only in a, not really letting the things you can't control influence you. Um and then for the things you can control really um focus on that, right? So that's like another mindset we learn. Um yeah, there's like just a ton of mindsets every single week um that we just we can just apply to our daily lives and also applying to I guess our, our general mission, right?
0: Great, yeah, I know a lot of people who could learn who who need stoicism, <laughs> so I won't name names, but uh, you yeah, that sounds really good that you're learning that now. Um, so, um, you ha- have, um, some other projects too, right? So one of the other one is uh, called Cred right? That piqued my interest because I'm an AVE holder um so you're looking at you know a problem of over collateralization and you mentioned earlier DeFi. so what is over collateralization and what would it mean if you solved it
1: um yeah so basically maybe i'll explain like Credavi. um so credavi was we well it was a hackathon project that my brother and i made at, in lisbon at ETH lisbon um basically um, yeah, we're just trying to solve over-collateralization for Aave. Aave is a lending and, bro- uh, lending and borrowing protocol on uh, Ethereum, um, also offers flash loans. Um, basically, um, when you want to take out a loan, you need to over-collateralize. What that means is, let's just say I want to take out $100 of like DAI, right? I would need to over-collateralize on another asset, so let's say I'm giving ETH, right? Um, and the reason why you'd want to over collateralize is because since ETH and all these like crypto assets are so volatile, if it falls below um, the price that you borrowed at, then the protocol is like losing out on that money, right? Um, usually, you'd they just have to li- have to liquidate, right? Um, another example is like MakerDAO, which is the creator of Dai. Um, when you want to mint Dai, um, you'd have to over collateralize 150% on ETH minimum, right? Um, just to prevent um the just for, just to prevent the collateral going under the actual borrowed amount um so the reason why this is a problem is because um you it just decreases the liquidity in the general market so what that means is that instead of you having like $125 when you put in $150 um you only have $100 right so you it just decreases liquidity for um both the people and i guess the general um, like ecosystem um, and then basically, what Credit Ave did was that we just use machine learning. Since both my brother and I, we both had like a background in machine learning from our first year in innovate and uh, in TKS. Um, so we just use machine learning and combine that with uh, blockchain. So we use like GraphQL for like our database, um, and we just use machine learning model to predict how uh, likely a given address was to um, default on their loan on Ave. Right. So basically, what that can uh, what that can get us is that Let's just say your score was was really low um, for collateralization and uh, for Ave, um, we'd probably not want to uh, let you under collateralize or like equal. Um, we'd probably have to make you over collateralize more, right? Well, let's just say your credit score is really good. We really trust that you'll pay back your loan. Um, in that case, we will. Uh, well, I mean, Ave will do what they want with this, but they they have the potential to like under collateralize instead, right? Since uh, since there's more trust there. Um, since their score is higher, then we can basically just under and increase more liquidity in the market. Um, but yeah, that's the general thing.
0: So when I was 16, I wasn't talking about collateralization. We were talking about, we were arguing, my class was arguing with our trigonometry teacher that we would never, ever, ever need to use trigonometry again in our lives. And um, we're talking crypto, right? So what do you see as the role and the need for, Knowledge, I'm sure to be
1: proficient in math. Uh, well, I guess since math is like one of the, I guess it's pretty fundamental in most, um, like blockchain principles and even DeFi, right? Um, if you look at, um, I guess if you read like the Ethereum white paper or the Bitcoin white paper, there's a lot of like technical terms, um, that would be like math or just like technical computer science terms, um, that you'd have to understand in order to understand the specific protocols um and in defi there is also a lot of math like i, I was, i'm actually right now reading like how to defi advanced by like coin um, and then one of the things that i'm like struggling to understand is um certain certain um, like certain ways um, they have stable coin assets or amms sorry um how they do like automated automated uh, market makers right so um there's like certain ways you can make an amm One is, um, is, uh, it's, wait, it's like a fixed, uh, constant, constant sum. So that's like X plus Y equals M. Right. Um, so you, you, when you increase, when you have a liquidity pool, um, and you create a market for that, uh, you have to have a constant sum of each, of, of each, um, asset, right. There's also constant product, which means the product must be constant between the two assets in the pool. Um, and then there's also in Inver- invariable, stable, uh, uh, something like that. But it's like a really complicated mathematical thing that I, I'm still like struggling to understand. But you really need to understand the math behind these kind of things um, if you want to like understand how um, a lot of DeFi things or blockchain things work at the, their core.
0: And those concepts are in the How to DeFi book that you got from CoinGecko. Yeah. Wow, okay, I, I've been hesitant to trade my candies in because I thought that maybe maybe uh they might turn the candies into crypto sometime, so I've just been accumulating them. Um, so there are a couple other things uh one um, is I know you're not currently involved um, but I want to shift the gears to talk about this because i want, I'm been trying to crack this now for a while on my podcast, and I haven't had any insight into Africa um so let's look at your night there you were involved in a nairobi project right uh in kenya only 20 percent of girls have internet access uh so you were helping to work on this issue um I'm not talking about the technicals but why were why do you feel this is an important project to be involved with and what could be the potential you know possibilities of what if this thing works what what's possible
1: so um i guess as more context on the project. This was one of the like consulting challenges we had in our first year in TKS. Um and then it, it was the challenge partner was with the UN, right? Um so we were basically given a problem statement, an open-ended problem statement, and um, we decided like how we want to solve it, right? So the problem statement we had was increased uh access, digital access um for girls in well, any in any like ex country, right? Or city. Um so our team after we did like some analysis on like different countries and different cities we can choose. We end up going uh, for Nairobi for like certain reasons, um, such as like, was, was actually a problem? Like, yes, there's a big divide between, uh, males or like boys who have access to, to technology versus girls. Um, did they have like certain infrastructure already? Um, and that's a yes, but we basically just made like criteria to which, um, area we should, uh, target. Right. Um, so, the reason why this is like, uh, yeah, the reason why uh, this is like a pretty like important thing. Um, well, the reason why like most of us are in TKS in the first place is just create impact, right? So when you solve these kind of problems like digital access or, um, yeah, like digital access or like internet access, like we're talking about crypto, right? But like if they don't even have internet or like technology, they won't be able to access things like crypto or like resources online um, where you can learn all these kind of things, right? So really, at the core of it is just solving problems.
0: And what what, what solution did you have at the end of the day? What what was
1: your suggestion or recommendation at the end of the day? Um, yeah. So basically, we decided uh, we realized that a lot of the schools in Nairobi were uh, actually private schools or boarding schools, rather. Um, so our solution was to bring um, or get devices. Uh, what? give them access to devices in those kind of uh, boarding schools so the devices can stay there. And while the uh, girls are in school, they can have access to, the, to these devices um, or during their free time, they can have these devices. On top of that, our solution was like, um, one of the one of the problems we ran into into just like, you know we can't just airdrop them um, devices and expect them to know how to use them, right? So another part of our solution was having mentors from the city um, and that was pretty important since if it's in the city that then you can have someone in there in person um with them to help them um also if it's uh also a female um from the city they can see oh if i get into tech or if i actually learn these kind of things this is like i guess it's like kind of inspirational and realizing I, it gives them a role model right um so yeah our general idea slash solution was just to get devices as uh, as well as um a, uh mentorship um from people in within Nairobi I love it
0: <laughs> I love it um so um you're looking to you said mentorship right and you're looking at to you're looking to roll out a mentorship program right how's that going to work
1: uh well uh it would probably just be like uh contact well the you well if we were to work with the UN on this it would be we'd do but like a person would just reach out to like certain um like people within Nairobi um who are working in tech um and well yeah who are working in tech and during the challenge we actually reached out to a few um people in Nairobi working in tech who are females um to see if they'd be interested in this kind of thing if we did eventually roll out and they said yes. Right. So um, we probably just, the way we do if we rolled it out was just to uh, reach out to these people, see if they're interested, um, and then probably like screen them, make sure they're actually like legit. Right. Um, and then after we'd probably just get them in contact with the boarding schools and assign them with certain boarding schools. Um, and then they'd probably come in like maybe a few times a week um, just to really oversee and help out with um, the rollout of like uh, technology like devices uh for the girls, right? In case any of them have questions or they need help on anything, or if they just like want to see like explore the possibilities of it. Awesome. Awesome.
0: Um so yeah, this is great. Um so did I ask you about spectral? That's one last uh, thing that I want to ask you. So I want to ask you about your role in spectral. Um should think of that, to that what that is. Um
1: yeah, so Spectral is basically creating credit for DeFi. Um, the way they, well, actually, um, we got in contact with them after um, the hackathon since we realized like they're doing exactly what we were doing because we were basically creating credit, but for Ave, but they're creating credit for the entire DeFi ecosystem, right? Um, so the, yeah, I guess credit um, in the real world in like central uh, traditional finance is pretty important, right? Um, for let's say you want to take out a loan from a bank, right? So in DeFi, not we don't have any like real form of credit right now. So that's basically what spectral is solving. Um, and yeah, I basically, we basically just started working with them after um, the Lisbon Hackathon. Um, and yeah. Great. So
0: now the hard question. Okay. You're let's put those two let's put those two projects together and say you know creating credit in the crypto world plus breaking down the gender barriers in in emerging nations right if you could do those both at the same
1: time what do you think would be possible um i guess well on one side it's like i mean at the core both of them are just solving problems and hopefully impacting people um so with the mentorship slash like technology uh, tech, access to devices in nairobi um that would that would like give an opportunity to a lot of um, girls and bridge the gender gap and just create a lot of impact there give them new opportunities and potentially even if that solution works um, it could be rolled out similarly to other um other cities and countries right and solving one the un when un's goal um for spectral if there was a credit for like um crypto slash DeFi, um, you'd really just I guess improve on the existing systems where a lot of people, I guess, are well, one, anonymous, right? Um, and two, it's like kind of hard to trust people, right? Because you don't know if this person is actually like um like a real like a legitimate person looking to like I don't know get into something, or if they're like a malicious actor, right? Um so that would solve a lot of trust within DeFi um and also help bring like uh the benefits of traditional finance like certain aspects of traditional finance to defi would
0: that would be great <laughs> so that would be really great so um yeah something to think about um i want to thank you uh very much for your time today um every time I, I i talk to somebody new i learn a lot my mind goes three different ways and it's a great learning experience so thank you um i have one final question um, and that is, and that's a, is an easy one. Um, how can people find out more information about you, about what you do, about what you do in the, the Knowledge Society, uh, about what projects you're you're up to next? How can they do that?
1: Um, yeah, if you're interested in learning more about the Knowledge Society, and if you're like a teen looking into like solving problems or in, or just like interesting tech, um, you can go to tks.world. Um, I think applications are opening soon, um, so you should definitely apply there. Um, and then ter- for me. Uh, my main like source uh, or place where I am is uh, Twitter. Um, so my handle is like uh, Real Eason Wu, um, and then Easton is spelled E-A-S-O-N-W-U. Um, and then yeah, that's yeah. So if you want to learn about TKS, go to TKS.world. If you want to learn about me, just go to my Twitter, um, and just you can see what I'm doing. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time today.
0: Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on...